Stop! Sure you want the rest of it? Dirty Harry Welcome back to Dirty Harry Minute, the only podcast in the world to review every minute of the 1971 Warner Brothers classic, Dirty Harry. I'm one of your hosts, John, and I'm joined with my usual co-host, Tim. OG Tim. OG Tim. And our returning guest, Chaz. Hello. Hey there. Although, I, I, today I'd like to be called Tim as well. I feel like <laughs> yes. I'm not the trilo- The Trinity Tim, the Tim Trinity. <laughs> And Tim the Third, then. Welcome, oh, Tim. Jeez, that's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. It's You're demoted, me. Tim Three. Thanks ah. for having me back, John. You're welcome. We are reviewing today Minute 46. The minute begins with Harry tearing off scotch tape and ends with the inspector running towards a public telephone box. What did you think about this minute, Chaz? Look, I, um, I found this very revealing because until now... I've been proceeding on the basis that Dirty Harry is the only competent cop and that there's lots of idiots around him and he's being sort of, he's trying to fly like an eagle when he's being surrounded by turkeys kind of the vibe. (laughs) But during this minute, I discovered that, no, he's actually just as incompetent as the rest of them because, because he's been told over and over again what's going to happen. And one of the things he was told by, by Bressler of all people, who we, we've learned he's not a very good cop himself, <laughs> he was told in the last minute, how's he going to contact you? And so, yeah, so D. Harry goes to the marina, which is deserted. He thinks to himself, I don't know how he's going to contact me. He decides to stand 50 metres away from the only telephone in the entire area. <laughs> I think I know how he's going to contact you, Harry. And then when the phone rings... He doesn't even notice it. It takes like four rings before he goes, oh, oh, a phone. Oh, maybe I should answer that. (laughs) So it turns out that Dirty Harry is also an incredibly incompetent cop. So I found this very revealing in that respect. I think he was very easily hypnotized by the foghorns we hear in the background, just sort of, yeah, he lost his attention span. Bit dim, though, in this minute. Not his best minute. It is tough, though. You know, you go into the office or you're on the beat all day and then, you know, 7, 8 o'clock at night or whenever this is, you know, you're sort of hanging around. 9 p.m. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's waiting for contact, isn't he? Yeah, 9 p.m. It's tough working at 9 p.m., I reckon. Maybe we should give him a break. (laughs) Hey, he's got it easy compared to those... Uh, those those slaves in the in the control room. <laughs> well, yeah, in homicide, yeah, in the last scene, um, yeah, they they work long hours too, but it's a lot of crime. Now, does everyone like the actual phone box itself? It's lovely, delicious seventies design, like something you'd find in two thousand and one Chaz or something like that. Ooh. Oh, look, it's a it's a great phone box. It's a real classic. There's no doubt. I, I feel like one of the things we're missing in today's society are those phone boxes. Although, I. The thing about those phone boxes, the problem is you just can't pick up the phone properly, as Harry discovers. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I feel like there's a it shows the contrast of of Harry in this minute because at the beginning he handles a scotch tape with such a plum. Like I've never pulled off quite 
Yeah. So long a piece of scotch tape without doubling over some way. Yeah. But he does it beautifully. And then when the phone rings, he can't pick up the phone. So it's like, he, like he's fumbling around. So, yeah, so that's the problem with the phone box. I'm choosing to blame the phone box because no one who handles scotch tape that, that delicately Gracefully. could be so clumsy with a phone. Do you, do you think um, or do you know that uh, kids these days don't, know what these phones are or what those symbols for phones are yeah um my wife Susie's she's a teacher and apparently some kids said to her the other the other week uh miss what's that symbol <laughs> gee miss what <laughs> well I think was it even in in Superman the first one Clark Kent's like where are the phone box these days even back in 1978 oh, yeah. a phone box was something <laughs> like just starting to disappear it, it is a strange place to have a phone box, don't you feel? Yeah. On a marina. I mean, like, like we've, we've established that this marina is the most deserted marina in the world. <laughs> yeah. there literally, there are like a hundred ships there and yet not a single person. There are no lights. It is just, it's just a twilight zone. And yet for some reason, they've installed a phone box there for no one to call no one with. It's a, it's a very strange place for a phone box to be, I have to say. It's very unusual. The only person I think would use it is a yachtsman comes... Back to shore and wants to sell their sh- you know their stock options or something after they've done a, a boozy day out on the bay. Well, uh, uh, we know back then they may have uh, done what Telstra's doing right now. I-, I don't know if you've got this in um, Sydney, Chaz, but uh, in Melbourne, Telstra's apparently resurrected phone boxes in the city, really just for advertising on the back of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, and apparently they own the space where these ah. phone boxes can be, so, so they're putting them back oh, in just yeah. for advertising. I did wonder what they were doing. I've seen a few, yeah, a few jumping up lately. So there you go. Maybe it's advertising things in, in the marina. Yeah. It, it, it could be. Well, there's a lot of people that advertise too in that marina. <laughs> maybe, they're, yeah. maybe they're advertising to deserted boats. I don't know. <laughs> did anyone think Harry... Um, Harry runs quite awkwardly. We've mentioned this in previous minutes, Chaz. I'm a short man myself, but maybe for taller people that they look, he looks sort of, he's never, it looks like he's running that fast or he's not that confident like in he's running. He's trying, right? It's, it, it, it's a good question because like, like we've established, the phone rings four times before he even notices it. We're like, yeah, like he's, 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 <laughs> he's a bit behind the eight ball. Now, if I was him and I was thinking to myself, there's a girl who may be dead. I know he thinks she's already dead, but who may be dead if I don't answer this phone. And I happen to have stupidly stood like a hundred <laughs> meters away from that phone. Uh, I would be running a lot faster than that. I, I would be thinking to myself, I need to get to that phone really quick. But Harry, he's very casually, he seemed to put coolness above the girl's life, <laughs> which I feel his priorities are out of, out of order there. <laughs> he's very, he's very calm and he doesn't seem very anxious, does he? I don't know, Tim, do, nah. do you think we have a reason why he's sort of, this isn't his best moment. He doesn't twig the, the phone calls for him. No, look, other than um, what I was saying earlier, yeah, you know, he's uh, getting getting towards the end of his uh, day. He's hoping anyway, you know, he's uh, hoping to just hand over this money perhaps. Um, yeah, it's not uh, not clear why this isn't um, he's even, twigging he, for him. In this movie, Chaz, um, Clint Eastwood, his breathing's very pronounced. Even when he's not exerting himself, he's like chewing... He's either chewing gum on the top of the roof or he's, um, even here, did you see that? Well, he's he wearing about six layers of clothing as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. He's overdressed. That's it. And he's weighed down by um, a knife attached to his <laughs> oh. leg. 
And the <laughs> yeah, and you're right. And this is California. The, I imagine the climate's pretty I mean, pretty nice. And scotch tape really makes you sweat as yeah. well. Let's not forget that. <laughs> so uncomfortable. <laughs> you're right, Chaz. He was so at ease with the scotch tape and notwithstanding yeah. him fumbling mate, with the phone, maybe he would have had a good job as a, a desk warmer <laughs> off the beat. <laughs> I mean, he certainly, I feel like there's a lot of things he could do better than being a cop. That's all I'm saying. Like, I just, just at that moment when he's sitting there ringing and, I've, and like, I, I, I just kept on asking myself, how did you think they were going to contact you at this deserted marina if, <laughs> if not by the phone, Harry? Do you think they'll use fireworks? Like, it's just, it, it, it defies any comprehension from my point of view. John, um, I might... There's not much going on in this minute, so I might just uh, tell you a little story. Oh, this, yes. This is the, the minute that got me into Dirty Harry. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. And the reason is because back in 1995 or so, the film Die Hard with a Vengeance came out. Oh, of And cool. in that, there's a whole sequence of bit, uh, having to answer questions on yeah. phone boxes and running between them. And I remember talking to Trent, who's not here at the moment, and saying, I really loved that sequence in that film. Yeah. And he said, if you love that, you should watch the film Dirty Harry. The original. Yeah. The original. And at that yeah. point, I think I'd only ever seen Dirty Harry on uh, bits maybe on TV, but yeah. I'd kind of always seen, only seen Clint as an old man. And I always sort of associated, because of a ridiculous title like Dirty Harry and an old man, mm. it just sounded like a really stupid idea. Mm. <laughs> so he lent me his VHS <laughs> tape and I ended up watching it. And you yeah. loved it at first viewing? I think I did, but I, I reckon compared to, like you were saying, Chaz, you watch films, modern films, and you don't realise yeah. how they were inspired by films from 30 years ago. And I reckon at yeah. that time I probably would have been disappointed because it didn't have explosions and, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> bombs and things like yeah. it did in Die Hard. Is that, what didn't, is that what he threatened to happen if they didn't get to the next phone book? Yes. That was yeah. the tension. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's my little... <laughs> I need to rewatch that movie. I remember it being quite good, and like the last movie that um, the last movie Willis had done before he, he accepted shaved his, head. Shaved his yeah. head, accepted the inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Chaz? Do you remember? I, obviously, I'm old enough to remember public phone booths, but in the later years, they didn't have their own unique numbers that you could call, did they? Like it would say this phone box, and it would have a whole lot of like XXXs. I, I, I. I I think they did. I think they did. I think, yeah, I, I, I do remember. I do remember at times. I, I, okay, I'm, I'm a very cheap person. You should know this. This is, this is the background for this story. Um, but uh, I, I didn't used to like spending, it used to be 40 cents for a phone call yeah. from a phone booth, right? And the, uh, before the phone cards. And I didn't want to spend 40 cents. Like that's, that's a lot of cents, right? <laughs> and that's there. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's, that's like eight redskins. And, uh, and so um, when I was trying to call people, you might you might not know this, but with the old phone booths, you would call them for you get a free call for like three seconds. Oh four yeah, seconds. for three rings or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and so, what I would do is I would call say home, and I would and I would just quickly just 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 basically just yell the phone number and then hang up, and then I didn't have to pay, and then they would ring me back. <laughs> so so the fact that I pulled that that kind of shenanigans over and over again, that was at least in the yeah, that was in the early nineties. So oh. I, I don't know if in the seventies it was like that, but you could you could definitely find the phone number for a phone booth. And the phone number was written inside next to it. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah it was written inside the it was written inside the phone booth. Yeah, so uh, I I don't know if um, maybe 
maybe Scorpio should have should have saved himself 40 cents by pulling that <laughs> trick with Dirty Harry. But if he had, it wouldn't have got anywhere because Dirty Harry clearly didn't give a <laughs> shit. So, <laughs> so I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it just seems so unpl- implausible in um, in yeah. a lot of these movies that the phone box would ring. I mean, I'd, I'd never seen that before. Oh, but clear- there you go. Clearly they were still doing it, it when they made Die Hard 3. Hmm. <laughs> Look, I, I, I don't think you could question what happens in Die Hard. That is, that's, a, that's obviously based on a true story. So, um, yeah. Requires a lot of organisation, though, doesn't it, making a phone to a phone box? And that's what you see in these films. Yeah. Um, I suppose that's why I've never just walked past a ringing phone booth before and found it hard to believe, you know. I feel like um, if Telstra is going on advertising in the street, they should make use of that and just ring randomly and get people to pick up the phone. They can advertise over the phone. <laughs> I, I guess that's the reason why why he called the most deserved marina on earth to make sure <laughs> that doesn't happen and someone else doesn't pick up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> to add the marina, by the way, do, are we concerned about San Francisco Council and their state of affairs that they that their marinas are that unloved? I mean, there's a very unpopular marina. Like there are so many boats there. Like there are heaps of boats, yet not a single person. Like I, I feel like they need buskers or fire breathers or something to get some buzz there because it, <laughs> that council must be going bankrupt. There's nothing happening at this place. And Chaz, I don't know if you noticed, but one of the boats is actually called Grizzly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to look pretty closely. That. That's a good pickup. It's keeping in theme, yes. in theme with Dirty Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Can't read the other one though. We're sure if we if we could, it'd be uh, very informative to put the two together. In the background of the first establishing shot of all the boats moored there, you can see not in our DVD but on the Blu-ray. Um, we're talking before about the Australian Woolworth Safeway licensed the name Safeway from the American chain, and we can see that Safeway supermarket in the background and that. Those white neon lights. Really? Yeah. And I, as of 2017, it's still there. So there you go. Wow. Well, if you're going to have a, if you're gonna have a, a shopping chain, Safeway isn't, isn't the worst one to have there. I mean, if it was like, say, Franklin's or something, <laughs> it'd be a little bit more dodge. Thank you, That's a touch of class, I feel. Yeah, and it would be, it'd be a real, um, a real contrast to have all your boats at the marina and a um and a cut price um supermarket so close by you think it might be uh, it might be a leo's or another up market brand more likely well Chaz, being a new south welshman you've always had woolworths haven't used the the chain name yes yeah yeah we've always had woolworths i i i didn't know much about safeway until i came down to melbourne for the first time it, uh, yeah it's quite a revelation that was one of the one of the major things i took away from melbourne when i first came <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I don't really like the name Woolworths because I don't feel safe anymore. It's just <laughs> when I step inside. That's okay, I don't hold it yeah. against you. I'm, 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 not, I'm not here batting for Woolworths. <laughs> I'm, I'm, if Woolworths changed their name to Safeway tomorrow, that wouldn't, in, a, in New South Wales, that wouldn't bother me much. I'd, I'd roll with that one, I feel. Yeah. I had that same experience, Chaz, when I went to um, Tasmania for the first time and saw they, yeah. they had different, you know, a different name in... Um, in Hobart and in Launceston, but they were all lit up in the um, Safeway slash Woolworths lights. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Are they called something else? Oh, yeah, like Rolf Voss and like Purity or something. Wow. Yep. I know in New Zealand they're called Countdown. Uh, I mean, that's only relevant on New Year's Eve, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I think basically they, they were in the process of snapping up all these uh, 
these um, supermarkets yeah. into a into a conglomerate. It's, it, what is it with this chain that can't make up its name? <laughs> it, 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 like it can't make up its mind about its name. It's a very strange. It's a very fundamental thing. The, mm. the name of the shop. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought at one point in time, yeah, they've got phones. I would have thought at one point in time they would, might have rung each other up and coordinated. <laughs> it's a it's a very yeah strange development. I feel. I think they were um they were they ten cents short, so they they no one picked up after three rings. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was going to say. By the way, talking about talking about the that first time I came to Melbourne and sort of observed things, they, the the thing which you might not realise, yeah. being in Melbourne, which I can I like to share with you, <laughs> the thing which I found best about Melbourne, and to this day I still do, is you might not realise this, but Melbourne is the place where all the awesome fast food chains start. And then they spread around Sydney and the rest of Australia. Like I, every time I went to Melbourne for 10 years, I would go as much as I possibly could just because I love fast food. And like like Jester's, for instance, which is, you know, RIP Jester's. But that was in Melbourne well before it was in Sydney. Oh, the pie, and yeah. The, yeah, the Jester's pies. And um, Guzman. Uh, or like the... Yeah, good Guzman Gomez. Yeah, that that was in Melbourne before. Um, Schnitz was in Melbourne oh. before. Um, you might remember this one because this one was this one's long dead. But the first time I went to Melbourne, they had Dippin' Dots. Do you remember Dippin' Dots? No, I don't. No. Know. <laughs> now, Dippin' Dots is basically little balls of ice cream, little powder balls of ice cream. Like we're talking tiny little balls, like a millimeter type balls, and you would get the ice cream out with a scoop. You treat it like jelly bellies, basically. Ah. You could scoop flavor by flavor and mix them together. And yeah, and 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 Dippin' Dots, like it was awesome. And then then it came to Sydney, and then it died in both places. But yeah, yeah I don't think you real if you if you guys are fast food aficionados, I don't think you realize how lucky you are. I do know. In Melbourne. Chaz, do you know um, they've just opened a Carl's Junior here as well? This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> there is no Carl's Jr. in Sydney. This is what I'm talking about. But, but there was one in Gosford, of all places. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very strange experiment. Yeah. I'm not sure what they were trying to discover there. Yeah, there's definitely some interesting um, dinner food uh, trends or, you know, differences between cities. I've been blown away recently by um, the fact that in Brisbane you can uh, go to just about any suburb and go to a sushi train. And in Melbourne, we can't seem to get one started outside of about a 500-metre radius of the GPO. I don't know, Sydney's somewhere in between, perhaps? Oh, look, it, honestly, it's... it's uh I feel like I feel like Sydney's just falling behind everyone. Like it's, it's it's like the only thing that you get lots of in Sydney is pie face. That's it, pie face. <laughs> I feel like it's, it just seems like everyone in Sydney just wants really crap pies. That's it, pie face. That will do. That's our snack. That's our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Thank you very much. It's uh, it's a little disturbing. I remember driving up. Well, not me. My parents driving up on the way to Queensland in the late '80s, early '90s, passing through Sydney, and I was just gobsmacked it's like i saw these mcdonald's and it said delivery home delivery i'm like you can get that here and that blew my mind so sydney was the, for me in my mind the metropolis of like easy comfort eating yeah yeah now look i know what you're talking about that is true there's a lot of home delivery like sydney's a good place to get fat because you couldn't be bothered going to the shop but the problem <laughs> is it's just not much variety in those shops that you can get fat at that, that that's a that's, that's the problem i i like the variety i'm, I'm prepared to walk as long as I get a blueberry custard apple pie from Jester's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Chaz, I think I think you're um, you're underestimating uh, Sydney in that um, you guys still have Sizzler, I think. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh just in Brisbane. 
<laughs> no, there was definitely, like when I went about one or two years ago, there was still two, I think two sizzlers in Sydney. Get some of that sweet cheese bread. <laughs> or, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I, I, I am going to straight after this podcast, let my fingers <laughs> do the walking and I'll get to the bottom of this one. <laughs> well, Chaz, thanks for joining us. We've got one more minute. Um, you join us for the next minute? I cannot wait to find out what happens at this extremely deserted marina. He might not not even get to the the phone. He might trip over. (laughs) The switchblade goes in his shin. Slowly enough. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll catch you next minute on Dirty Dirty Harry Harry Minutes. 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 Minutes.